This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Back into a topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Just a heads up after the 6 o'clock news, our buddy Dan Riskin's back, Canadian evolutionary biologist, and he'll tell us why rattlesnake venom isn't always so bad. Might actually be a nice elixir before bedtime. And uh, how people playing music together stay in sync by moving their bodies. Uh, interesting. He's always full value. Right now we get back to the panel, which is a uh, ditto. David Wills, Peter Sherman, Stephen Holliday. By the way, as Deputy Mayor, Stephen, i got to ask you, uh, Toronto roads have come under some kind of scrutiny by the locals of late. Uh, you know, with the big storm last Monday and the recent freezing rain and so on. And so, Are they well enough maintained? Because my understanding is 311 was ringing off the hook. Yeah, but that's uh, that happens on every winter storm. And I've been around as a councillor long enough to understand that the calls go up. It's a tough time for everybody in the city, and the weather beats us up pretty hard. But I can tell you, we got a lot of a lot of plow assets that are out there rolling. We got a lot of salt that goes on the roads. The crews work pretty darn hard um, to do their best on this. Are things perfect? They never are, and that's why we got a call-in center. That's why we got councillors to help their constituents get things resolved. But at the end of the day, we're all Canadians. Winter comes around every year, and we got to be resilient. All right, confirm or deny, because I heard a report that uh, the priority was actually clearing the bike lanes. Um, partly true. Oh, there, there, oh, are some, there are some pretty significant standards on those bike lanes. That was a decision of council to go in there and, and uh, clean them down to bare pavement, knowing you can't, you can't run your bike over an inch of ice, as uh, you got about one square inch on each tire contact. Um, and, you know, there are some bike lanes that are important through the winter. Uh, the Richmond-Adelaide is like the main cycle track through the city. Even I support those. There's other bike lanes there that I still got some big question marks on. Um, you go out there today, you're not going to see a bike. And, and Where's that, Bloor Street? Well, uh, could be one of them. Well, come on, <laughs> but, it's a but main, you know what? I main don't know. thoroughfare and nobody's using it. I don't know because I don't have numbers on that. Oh. Um, you know, and that's part of the struggle we have at council. It's funny, those these arguments seem to come up in the spring and the warm weather, and I always remind my colleagues there to think of these things tom- temporally. 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, you know, how is this infrastructure going to be used? Then they ignore me and they vote these things in, but... You know, that's the reality of it. We live in uh, four seasons in here, and uh, those bike lanes are not utilized the same way throughout the year. All right. So what you're saying is some of your colleagues are uh, patently out of touch. Hey, speaking of which, this is where Justin Trudeau is taking a pounding in the House of Commons uh, during question period. I mean, that's sort of been uh, an incessant or ongoing theme. Today it was about uh, what his uh, former justice minister knew and what it, uh, how did she know about this uh, SNC-Lavalin thing. But I wanted to dial it back to earlier in the week. And Peter Sherman, uh, when he said, this is Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, that the conservatives simply don't understand that low-income families don't benefit from tax breaks because they don't pay taxes, when he was being criticized for axing things like the child care benefit and, uh, you know, the uh, athletic tax and so on and so forth. What do you make of the uh, way that, I guess the conservatives are positioning him as being a privileged dilettante who's out of touch with ordinary Canadians. Smart well, strategy? That's Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because it's absolutely true. Justin Trudeau is the guy whose face appears in my head when I, when somebody says that uh, that famous little must-be-nice phrase. You know, this, this guy has never had a legitimate day where he had to work in his life, and he never will. So I'm not saying that he doesn't go to work as prime minister with the idea that he's putting in a hard day. I am saying that he doesn't understand. He, he's the guy who made the case during the entire election campaign that got him into office that he was uh, best uh, 
in position to address the problems of middle-income Canadians. The fact of the matter is, middle-income Canadians, as defined by him, are paying more tax than when he came into office because those programs that Conservatives put into place were directly of benefit to lower- and middle-class Canadians, and they were taken away in favor of, uh, of crediting tax. And now they pay approximately 1% in total more tax into the coffers of Canada. How fair is that, and how in touch is it? It's not. All right, well, let me turn to David Wills, Senior Vice President of Media Profile. It's a leading Toronto public relations agency. And this looks like, you know, it's winning the hearts and minds. Uh, Conservatives figure they got him on the ropes, and they're positioning him, defining him. As far as I know, I mean, if you can define your opponent before they can define themselves, you got him on the run. And on the defensive, how do you see this whole scenario playing out, David? Well, you know, I, I disagree with one thing that Peter said, which is, He's got this image of this guy who's never had to work kind of thing. We have lots of really wealthy politicians, John Tory, Doug Ford, to name two. So they're, you know, arguably richer than Justin Trudeau. So I don't think that is the right line on this. I think where the line should be is that he doesn't understand the tax. Like if you want to attack him and define him as you're talking about, go at it showing that you're better suited to do the job as opposed to just tearing you just because you tear somebody down doesn't bring you up. Andrew Scheer and the Conservatives have an opportunity here to talk about how they understand the tax structure, how it's going to benefit, and they're not doing that. What they're doing is just going at Justin Trudeau personally, and I think it speaks really well to the Conservative base, but I'm not sure that it has any long-lasting effect beyond that. I think they're missing the opportunity. Really? Conservative base, you say. Well, I say this is a multi-layer narrative. They're setting this up for the election. Yep, some people will take the bait, and that, that Trudeau, he's out of touch with the world, and look at those silly things he's saying, but... I think what is also getting driven home is another point. The liberal methodology, and in particular in an election year, is to give out these little nuggets, little packages of money out to everybody, a little gift in every stocking, a little benefit here and a little benefit there. It's a completely different philosophical approach to approaching um, helping Canadians. You give a, a tax uh, benefit to working families. So they're the ones that are getting taxed. They're the ones that work. Uh, case in point would be the argument over daycare. Should we give free daycare or should we reward people that are at work through a tax break by reducing those costs down and recognizing they're, that they're at work and uh, take some of the benefit, maybe not focus the benefit on people that have their kids in daycare and that are not working. So, you know, these are two completely different philosophical approach. And I think there are many conservatives out there that see the value in incenting people and rewarding those that are out there earning money and uh, making an income through those tax breaks. And you can throttle those for all sorts of income ranges to make sure that you're helping people that really need it. Well, here provincially, uh, Doug Ford or his government have uh, made proposals in the last week or so that have uh, divided opinion at the very least. Uh, We'll come back. I wanted to light on a few of those issues in a moment with our panel, David Wills, Peter Sherman, Stephen Holliday. On The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 